everywhere welcome to episode 145 of blast points this is jason and it's gabe and later we are seeing how much we can take of the incredibly strange incredibly unknown incredibly improved new wonder column in space cd written and performed by anthony daniels things are going to get a little weird tonight if you don't know what that is it's okay. Not too long ago, we didn't either. So, and we, after the end of this episode, we still may not know what it is. We may not know who we are anymore, where we are, what planet we're on, what's happening, what's up, what's down. All the rules of physics may be changed after tonight. We might not even like Star Wars anymore. Very good chance of that happening. <laughs> this may be the last episode ever. <laughs> we're putting it all on the line tonight. We'll see how it goes. But first, there's news. The Mandalorian is not stopping for anyone. No disintegration. As you wish. And now, Boba Fett, Star Wars villain with his laser rifle. All of this because of one helmeted bounty hunter. In perfect last points fashion as soon as we finished recording last week. And wondered about uh, the Mandalorian's rifle. John Favreau posted a picture of the actual rifle, which is pretty much a realistic version of the holiday special rifle. He's messing with us. They're, they're toying with us. It just keeps getting crazier. At this point, if the next picture from the Mandalorian is the main character, shiny helmet person riding a pink dinosaur, no one's going to be surprised. Yeah, they're easing it, easing us into it. 
so no one just uh, completely stops breathing. <laughs> Nobody sucks inside out. They take a deep breath and their insides become their outsides. Because <laughs> that's what would happen if you just jumped right to live action pink dinosaur. You got to ease in. I pretty much at this point want the pink dinosaur to be in the show and to talk. I want the pink dinosaur to have dialogue, to be like his buddy. Like, where are we going today, Mandalorian? Sounds like a good idea. Does he electrocute him or he just kicks him in the holiday special? I can't remember what he does. Oh, he just like slaps him with it. Because it's so hungry all the time. Maybe I can help you. I am Boba Fett. The ship you seek is nearby. Are the Imperial troops near this planet? They are here, friend. And growing more powerful. How far away? Settle down. (laughs) Don't blame me. I'm just, I just want some french fries. You told me we were going to go get corn dogs. Do we know, are they going to have corn dogs at Galaxy's End? Edge? End? Is it Edge or End? I don't know. I don't know anything tonight. It's Galaxy's Edge, and there better be some corn dogs, and they better have a cool Star Wars name. What would Star Wars corn dogs be called? Corellian Hound Dogs. <laughs> Cornrellian Hound Dogs? Oh, see, that's just an example of Galaxy's Edge. I'm just not ready. Like, if I went up to, like, a vendor or something... And they're like, oh, what food do they have here? Jawa juice and Corellian hound dogs. And it's basically just like a corn dog. I'd pass out. They'd be like, who's that big tall guy going out on a stretcher? With a corn dog in each hand and in each foot. (laughs) He just stuck him in his shoes. I'm hungry at the hospital. (laughs) Just laying on the hospital bed. Just just give me me the Corellian hound dogs. (laughs) They, They hook you up to an IV and you just cut the bag open and dip one of the corn dogs in. It's going right into my blood. Star Wars space mustard or something. That's all That's all I need. Yeah, have they said yet if Galaxy's Edge is going to have its own hospital? Because it, it probably should. A Sagarera oxygen mask. Just think if they did, though, like if you happen to be at the park and you like fell and you sprained your ankle or something, if they took you inside and they had like a medical droid in there, and it was like you only got to see it if you happened to really get hurt in the park. I'm going to go in and scrape my knee on purpose just because I want one of the Kylo Ren little black ball medical droid things to come up and do its magic on me. Stitch up your face. Wow. But yeah, this Mandalorian's looking pretty good. I think it was just like an hour before that, too. Crazy man John Favreau posted a picture from the set of the ice cream maker. What are they going to do with that? Oh, better be making some ice cream with some Will Row Hood running running through the town. Get some rocky road going on. Did they ever explain like what that machine is in in the universe, or is it is it an ice cream machine in? In Star Wars, too. I bet you Pablo at one time tried to say it was uh, a transwarp coil or some rigmarole. But I think we all know it's it's an ice cream maker. Just because you're in space doesn't mean you don't want ice cream. I mean, Cloud City is a paradise in the clouds. They're going to be eating ice cream on Cloud City. You know Lando Calrissian was probably a real big fan of ice cream. That's probably one of his first rules. He's like, if I'm in control of the city, I want only the best ice cream. That's a byproduct of uh, turbine gas mining is uh, ice cream. I think that's the real purpose of gas mining. It's what comes out of it is delicious 
slow churned ice cream. They obviously have a lot of machinery to chill things because they can freeze people in carbonite. <laughs> when they're not freezing people in carbonite, they're freezing the flavor in some fresh, creamy ice cream. <laughs> That's actually what that room was for. <laughs> yeah. It was a big ceremony, and they all go in there, and all the things go down. And that's where they have their ice cream parties. Lando's well-known in the galaxy for his ice cream socials. Billy D's going to show up in episode nine with a big bowl of butterscotch. Everybody, it's me. I'm back. Want some butterscotch? Chewie's going to be first in line. We got a face full of ice cream. You know Chewie loves the ice cream. Mm -hmm. All the new characters, introduce them to ice cream. Peasy's going to pop up out of nowhere. You know Peasy wants some ice cream. Mm-hmm. Ray's probably never had ice cream. I never knew there was this much delicious in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how they're going to bring Kylo Ren back. He's going to come bursting in the door. I'll destroy you, her. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'll destroy that pint of ice cream. <laughs> he high fives, everybody. <laughs> Credits go up real fast. Hux will just be outside crying. Hux can have some sorbet. Hux, I brought you this sorbet. Now we can be friends. Some sherbet. So yeah, Mandalorian's looking good. <laughs> it's messing with our minds here. We might have to not talk about the Mandalorian for a while. Dear John Favreau, we're losing it. Please give us a Mandalorian break. Stop posting pictures of ice cream machines and holiday special guns. Making us think about pink dinosaurs. We need a break. Chewbacca suspected all along there was something bad about Boba. How did you know, Chewie? <laughs> May I quit directly, sir? He just didn't smell right. <laughs> well, let's get off this galactic raindrop. All right, so it is week number four of the greatest thing to ever happen to anyone ever in the month of October. Snoketoberfest. People are having parties everywhere. We haven't seen any photos yet, though. No one's invited us. I think the uh, Snoketober parties are getting kind of intense. People don't want pictures floating around, I think, is maybe what it is. What, what happens at Snoketoberfest stays at Snoketoberfest. So like we say every week, if this is your first time tuning in, what we're doing is every single week... We are highlighting a classic Snoke line in honor of Snoketoberfest, all leading up to next week's big Snoketober celebration of all things Snoke. Who is he? Why is he? Where is he going? What's he going to do next? Even though he's been cut in half. The episode won't be cut in half, though. It'll be a full episode. It's going to be solid gold. I wonder what the classic Snoke line is this week. Hmm, what could it be? Soon they will all be gone. All right, there it is. It's Oktoberfest going strong. I wish there was four more weeks in October so we could just keep it going. It's October year. It's a golden, golden month, Snoketoberfest. Call your relatives, call your grandparents, have everyone gather around the podcast and say, did you hear? 
Did you hear the latest Stoketoberfest? Everyone, come. The, the time is here again. The long week is over. We finally know. Another week of Snoketober. <laughs> Snoketoberfest. <laughs> It's Kenner's new Star Wars Droid Factory that you put together to make your own droids. Jawa action figures sold separately. Hey, I made R2-D2. You can make your own droids or follow the droid maker blueprints. By switching different tops, arms, and legs, you can make hundreds of droids, up to five at a time. The movable crane swings parts where you need them. You can even make droids with wheels. Gotcha. The Star Wars Droid Factory. Jawa action figures sold separately. New from Kenner. scared there's no turning back we we've got to dive into the incredibly improved new wonder column in space written and performed by anthony daniels with guest stars r2d2 and c3po oh right here we go when we do things like this we have like oh and here's a little bit of background information on this obscure weird star wars thing shockingly there's very little for this all we know is that this came out in 1999 it was sold exclusively through Star Wars Insider. It was sold for $9.99, I believe. And if you bought it, it came with an Anthony Daniels autograph on it. <laughs> Please buy it. <laughs> it's based yep. off of Anthony Daniels' column he had in Star Wars Insider, which ran for a really long time, of Anthony Daniels' Wonder Column in Space, which was basically something the editor of Insider at the time, Dan Madsen, came to him and said, hey, do you want to have a column where you write about your experiences and stories from making the first three Star Wars movies? If you read it, it's almost like listening to Anthony Daniels talk. If you've ever been to like one of his panels at Celebration or seen him at a convention, it's very unique. It's very Anthony Daniels. So he recorded this CD in London of him just basically telling these stories, kind of as C-3PO and kind of not. Well, yeah, I think, well, I guess we'll find out, but doesn't, it's almost like he plays himself and C-3PO, right? One of those kind of weird things where he's he's him, but he's not him because he's C-3PO too. Where, where does the Anthony Daniel stop and the C-3PO begin? That's Maybe that's a question left best for the philosophers out there. Ask us again in an hour and maybe we'll know. So we're going to try to make it through this whole thing and see how the best we can do. I don't know. It's it's a doozy. Should we get to it? I'm scared. I'm afraid. Oh, you will be. <laughs> you will be. <laughs> right. Fanfare. Mm-hmm. Does it have a crawl? <laughs> I'm imagining one in my mind. <laughs> Anthony Daniels is missing. <laughs> the next hour of your life is missing. These CDs aren't going to sign themselves. <laughs> oh, it's getting weird. What do you mean, you're bored? <laughs> I find this sort of space travel is, well, most acceptable, quiet, and calm with... Oh, well, personally, I'm almost enjoying our delivery run to Endor. 
and the Ewoks. It's I feel like we're waiting in line for Star Tours. It's nice to get some more uh, official Ewok content. <laughs> Just you watch your language. Wait, what is that on the proximity alert scan? Go, oh dear, an asteroid storm. Just when things were R2, prepare the shield defenses at once. Oh, right. Please prepare the shield defenses at once. And please lock onto the restraints. I do like the idea of, of an adventure of 3PO and R2 by themselves. Uh, we never get that in the movies. No. We, the droids cartoon. We need that in live action for episode 9. I want to see 3PO fly a ship again. We need live action Mungo Baobab really bad. He's going to show up in Mandalorian, you know it. He better. The first episode is the Mandalorian infiltrating the Baobab uh, archives. <laughs> it just made me think, I want to make a shirt for celebration that says Baobab to the bone with a picture of Mungo's face. Baobab. <laughs> Are you talking about the official Bat Club magazine? We're doomed. I think now somehow we've transferred into Anthony Daniels. London, England. Oh, is he going to sing Bells, Bells, Bells? Gosh. Um, hello. Cinderella. It all... It all started a long time ago in a galaxy... F- well, we all know that, don't we? But the memories are still very strong, at least for me, though I don't always remember things in the right order. But I do recall that one day we... What just happened? <laughs> what was all that about? Uh-oh. Anthony Daniels. Yes, of course I've heard of him. I think this is what the kids call meta. <laughs> My patience had been somewhat tried by Artu's reluctance to get things right on the first take. Or even the second. Or even, anyway... I'd stood there for hours in the desert. Do you think while they were recording this, everyone else in the studio just left? In the beginning, people were like, excited, looking at each other, like, hey, we're doing something with Star Wars. Uh, oh, this is how it's going to go. Everyone just went on their lunch break. Says the man responsible for everything. The door flies up, and in we rush, Artu in the lead. Something must have happened. Wireless controlled, his operator has him in a perfect line aimed straight towards the control console. Painted a rather nasty shade of cerise, in my opinion. He rushes ahead of me. Wow, I think. Uh, some do you remember? Have you checked? Are these exactly word for word his columns, or are these like new versions of similar things? I'm going to guess that these. he's just reading his column. But I have not checked. Probably could have checked. <laughs> but I did it. Everything considered his concaved-in front. Artus, that is. There was a pause whilst they found another Artu unit. There was another pause whilst we all got back to our start marks. And in all that time... Please don't think badly of me. In all that time, I don't think I stopped smiling once. I don't think he's being horrid. <laughs> it's like drifting between a dream and a nightmare. <laughs> 
Like I like these. I like these these parts. Like the C three PO R two D two parts. Yeah, like there's a lot of good R two sound. Like, do you think? Do you think Ben Burt worked on this, or was this like? This was like Matt Wood hazing. He had to do all the sounds for this. <laughs> it was, you know, probably like 99, 98. He would have been there. Oh, you want to work on the prequels? You got to do this first. <laughs> you have to go spend a week with Anthony Daniels and then come back and see if you still want to work on Star Wars. <laughs> then with a heavy reluctance, it trudged its way upward. Not so much state of the art as state of the arc technology. Clearly something wrong with the hyper door drive activator. We simply don't get that kind of problem with the doorknob. Cut! Said the man responsible for everything. He wandered off, muttering, to see what was slowing down his world, and you know, more though, specifically... What if was this was like Anthony Daniels' one-man show, come listen to him tell stories, we'd all buy tickets for it. Oh, yeah. And this kind of stuff, I think we've talked about this before, like, when this came out, there wasn't as much information out there. So when these columns came out on Insider, like, it's the first time you heard this stuff, so it's exciting. Oh, yeah, I remember getting Insider, and I would read Anthony Dana's column and, like, chuckle to myself and be like, (laughs) so good. It's kind of neat. This is like the uh, visually impaired track that's on uh, Blu-rays now. There's someone describing what's happening. (laughs) He puts his finger on the high-tech door button. Freeze, says the man responsible for everything. Obi-Wan doesn't move. Door. The door does move, but quite slowly as the activator locks on with strange grunting sounds from the other side of the wall. At last, it sockets into the ceiling groove. Action. Obi-Wan removes his finger. This is really strange. (laughs) You have to give it credit. Like, this is way stranger than it than it should be right because it could have just been him telling stories but it's got the 3po and the r2 stuff but then the fact that even when he's telling his stories there's like people saying door and grunting and exists in outer space but at elstree definitely then the man responsible for everything carefully removed every other frame from the exposed footage this, of course, leaves just... I'm going to guess that it's Anthony Daniels doing all the voices. Film, ...thereby making things when projected normally appear to move at twice their original speed. Improve your brain power quiz, question one. If there are 24 frames in a second of standard film exposure Wait. and the finished Wait. movie is one hour and 52 minutes long and it starts at 6.30 in the evening, when must you leave home to be there in time to see the previews and buy a giant bucket of butter popcorn and a large Coke? Uh, uh Pepsi. Sorry. What? What's, what's, ha- what's happening? At least we both heard it. I think that really happened. Except his eyes, yes. One of England's greatest actors blinks. I do. You know, it's like I like that they went all out to her. It's like super stereo, or you know, weird French accent. Anthony Daniels is asking us math questions in one ear. Days on the cutting room floor, looking for the missing moment, but alas, it must have stuck to the sole of a passing Nike and was lost forever. What a loss was there. For the rest of eternity, the great Jedi Master... Additional music and effects were by Peter Hutchings. It was recorded at PKP Studios in London. Recording designer was someone named Peter Kiley. He was assisted by George Campbell. I can't abide Jawas, disgusting creatures. Yes, I know I said that, but shall I let you... I don't know, none of those names sound familiar to me. 
Yeah, I wonder if they just gave them, like, raw R2 sounds to manipulate and edit together? This effect was sometimes thwarted by the rather random behavior of their eyes, caused by the way in which their eyes... It says on the, in the inside notes of the CD it was produced in association with Lucasfilm. He's talking about the Jawas. Jawas. Oh. Trouble was that the wires kept shifting, so so did their eyes. Many a take was cut midway because Jawa number five looked a little wonky, with one eye shining off the end of her nose, an endearing look, but, well, just not menacing, really. The odd disconnection would cause Jawa number three to go monocular during scenes, whilst a flat battery... It doesn't look like there was a Peter Hutchings that worked for Lucasfilm. There was a Peter Hutchinson who worked on The Phantom Menace. Looks like he worked at ILM, but somebody else. I don't know. So strange. Just adds to the mystery of what this thing is. Yeah. It was a different era where probably Anthony Daniels could just be like, I'm going to go into a recording studio and do whatever the heck I want. Well, this it wasn't his first album as C-3PO. <laughs> you know? We need more. Give us, like, the sequel trilogy era 3PO album of him just singing. It doesn't even have to be holiday songs. Yeah, 3PO singing with BB-8 and R2-D2 singing back up now. Mm-hmm. Poe Dameron can sing a song. Oh, you know he would. A peasy so peasy on the guitar. Peasy can show up and say a few words. G897 does a drum solo. <laughs> he just comes out and tap dances. That'll be the old soft shoe. I could hear a sort of a sniffle, a kind of sob. Could it be? I lurched nearer. Yes, it was. A Jawa crying. He's still talking about Jawas. Now, it's very hard to give comfort to anyone or thing when you're wearing 60 pounds of gold metal, but I tried. What's the matter? I mumbled sympathetically in the direction of the woolly, sobbing face mask and wobbly, fading torch bulbs. They seemed to be giving off a random flicker of deep sadness. What's wrong? You really got to love Star Wars if you're just going to straight listen to this, because this is like the litmus test. (laughs) We've been to some panels at Celebration that pushed us to the limit, but this is like the limit. (laughs) If you had this on CD in your car and like a person that you were romantically interested in got in your car and was like, oh, what are you listening to? The incredibly improved new Wonder Column in space, Anthony Daniels. See, it's the actor that played C-3PO telling stories of the making of the first three Star Wars films. All while interacting with C-3PO and R2-D2 themselves. Is it funny? Not really. <laughs> You've got to appreciate the art of Anthony Daniels to truly appreciate. This is for true fans only. Which, what was the thing with the... Uh, Insider at the time, the the number to call was one eight hundred True Fan. If you called one eight hundred True Fan, it was they just put you on hold and you had to listen to the whole CD. Where where is my Han Solo as a stormtrooper figure? I'm willing to listen to all of this to find out. Yeah, if you made it through the whole CD, then then they knew you were one you were a True Fan and you could uh, ask your question. I always want to know who the the phone operators were for one eight hundred True Fan because I called and bugged them at least once a week, and there I could hear other people in the background, and I was like, who are these people? That are just taking calls from Star Wars fans. God, just imagine. You can think of worse jobs. <laughs> They'd get the one person. I had a Yoda baby. It was so adorable. It was just a Yoda baby. But others were older actors who weren't going to grow any taller. In fact, the smallest, Mustafa, was already 16 years old. 
He might be destined to stay tiny for all of his I life. I think he's still talking about Jawas. Oh my God! Oh, no. He's thrilled to be a Jawa. He excitedly dressed up with the others: the battery pack, the woolly face mask, the torch bulbs, the cowl, and his monk-like robe. So long it brushed the ground at his tiny feet. Action! Said the man responsible for everything. As rehearsed, That's the gang Jawa of music. Jawas attacked Artu. Oh, he is. Him in he's still talking about Jawas. Triumphantly, each Jawa lending a helping hand. Except Mustafa, he tried. He wanted to help. He really did. He stretched both his hands in the air towards the now moving load. It was just beyond his reach. Little did they know, Anthony Daniels was watching, <laughs> watching everything, mentally recording everything. Couldn't see much with the suit on, but he could see the Jawas clear as day. All the time to participate, and all the time his prize eluded him. And then. I noticed something very strange. Mustafa was I would love small. if StarWars.com gave him the Wonder Column again. Yeah. He's on the set, like, right now of Episode 9, and he's, you know, and he's posting on Twitter, like, his little jokes, like, Episode 9 update. Today the food was chicken and fish, you know. With a... That's my favorite Episode 9 news right now, <laughs> is him telling us what people are eating. That's what I want. That's the closest thing we're going to get to hyperspace. It's the closest thing we're getting to Episode 9 news. Period. If it was hyperspace, we would have been paying like $10 a month to find out what they were eating for lunch. So the fact we're getting it for free, I can't complain. If I could get like secret phone calls at 4.30 in the morning where they could tell me what's on the menu in the set of episode nine, I would do it. Today, Adam Driver ate a pudding. What? Yes. I told you. Great. Now I can't go back to sleep. I wonder what kind of pudding it was. <laughs> I bet it was black. It's dark pudding. I only like the darkest pudding. Most interesting for a human. Do calm down. He's allowed to like them if he wants to. Do you think George Lucas has been to the set of episode nine yet? That's a really good question. I bet you no, because they've been filming on location, right? They did a bunch of studio filming. So maybe he came for that then. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. He's a slippery one, that Lucas. You never know where he's going to turn up next. Well, do we even know? Did, did he even show up on set for Last Jedi or he just talked to Ryan Johnson on the phone? We know he talked to him on the phone, but then I read something where somebody was saying he's been to the set of each one. Most good. Don't care. He was probably inside the rubber chicken for Last Jedi. Can I just ride in it on the helicopter? into the lineup of assorted junk outside the sand crawler. I tried to look around, but decided I had enough on my plate and round my body to concentrate on what I was doing. I watched Last Jedi again this week. It's still good. Yeah, in case anyone forgot, Last Jedi is still awesome. I kind of felt bad because like, I was doing work last week, and I was just like, oh, I'm going to put on a Star Wars movie in the background. And I was like, Solo, Last Jedi, Solo, Last Jedi, Last Jedi. And I was like, man, I should have been watching Solo. It's still technically the, technically the new one. I was like, man, sometimes you just got to get that Last Jedi going. And being on Netflix doesn't make it any easier not to watch it either. It's right there. Click the button. It's right there. <laughs> You, the Navi computer. I told you to hang on. Oh, you hit it rather hard. Oh my, it's locking on to different field coordinates. Oh, wait, we're going the wrong way. Will this never end? Artu, what are you doing? That is the Navi computer. Don't hit it again. Is that the, uh, the bat riding people talking in the background? <laughs> Was someone just talking backwards? Like behind, like behind me, 
It's the Twin Peaks people. Yep, 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 yep. The gum you like is back in style. The man responsible for everything walked on sand. He looked me in the eye. Almost. It's hard to tell exactly where I am behind the gold. He mumbled at the mask. The CD's kind of like, if Star Tours wasn't awesome. <laughs> What's that Anthony Daniels CD like? You know Star Tours? Yeah. Imagine it not awesome. Hmm. Why, sir, my first job was... And here there was the tiniest of doubtful pauses, followed by a short burst of total nonsense, sounding something like... Cut! Next! Oh, that sense of relief. At last, my own moisture farm began to dry up, Uh-oh. thus ensuring Uncle O's continued to not I don't know. I don't know if I want to know about his dried up moisture farm. Slow down, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, but... <laughs> this is a kid's I show. I realized that the man responsible for everything had the big fix in mind. <laughs> that I reached Hollywood and the dubbing stage six months later. Los Angeles is a long way from Lars Homestead. I'd come to revoice my own rather muddy guide tracks. A tactful studio hand gossiped in my ear. Did I know that the man responsible for everything had, to put it mildly, not originally thought of C-3PO as an English buyer? He loves telling this story. That originally, you know, he didn't, George Lucas didn't want him to do the voice of C-3PO. Yeah, who would have sang the Christmas album then? We wouldn't, have, we wouldn't be here right now listening to this. Incredible, incredible CD. So I decided to It had been hot that first day outside the sand crawler. Two hours of intimate struggle had finally squeezed me into the suit, but the sound department delivered the ultimate indignity. Stuck inside the face at eyebrow level, my tiny microphone was connected to a long wire pulled right down my back where it connected to a small radio transmitter. With as much sensitivity as time allowed, this was firmly shoved in the one small space available in my rather tight suit. Let us say, uh, behind me. A little blue. Yeah. But in Hollywood, as <laughs> Mr. Brown and I know well, a lot of people speak out of that part of their anatomy. Spawned on a forest moon to become a living nightmare. There is no escape. There is no cure. Here, Ewoks, the virus. Cute. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> we, we can stop. The, the rules of this is we can stop at any time. <laughs> right, right. We each have a giant red button on our desk. If either of us pound the red button, the <laughs> whole thing stops. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the button right now, but I don't, I'm not ready to, pun- to punch it. As we wipe to interior trash compactor day. The walls are about to close in, crushing out all life as we know. It's just so weird how there's no transitions between stories or it's just kind of like just keeps going and sound clips come in and out and there's no really rhyme and reason for anything. So avant-garde. It's a tone poem, if you will. It's a giant steel-armed mucus green tentacle about a football pitch long. Some design error, perhaps, since the scene was set in the rather small compactor and... Not I would love table. to hear so, the stories of the people that bought this CD in 1999 
in the situations, once they got it at home, that where they listened to it? Was it listened to in private with a group of people? <laughs> right. Did anyone have a party? I got the Anthony Daniel CD. You guys got to come over. We're going to listen to it tonight. Bring pizza. <laughs> there was somebody, I mean, it was 99. There was somebody that drove to the Phantom Menace with this plane in their car. Oh, yeah cranked windows down subwoofer thumping base cannon in the trunk yeah does that person still like star wars i hope so there's no going back once you've gone that far you're hooked it's not a game anymore people try and tell me it's just a movie it's like when beckett's warning han that you'll be part of this life forever (laughs) you'll be in this you'll be in this for good he was handing him the anthony daniel cd you sure you want to listen to this han there's no coming back you're in for life you gotta die to get out of it now which left me wondering whether the small piece of gauze taped over the mouth on the inside of my mask was uh, well, quite the thing. Hey, roll cameras, A and B. Star hands. That was the last I heard. Apart from the magnificent roaring of a hundred planeless propellers trying to take off by themselves. It's like a swarm of bees attacking us right now. <laughs> What's going on? Do you think when J.W. Renzler was doing research for his books, he listened to this? I would, I'd like to think so. He got about this far, and he was just like, no more. <laughs> well, to, to remember, if we, we talk to him again to ask him just about this, tell us everything you know about this. <laughs> we should call him up and say, hey, can you, can you listen to this with us? <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> we, we got a party going on. Yeah, can we borrow you for 20 minutes? We're listening to the... Uh, Improved New Wonder show in space with Anthony Daniels. Its deafened clapper loader was kneeling before the lens, still waiting to mark his slate, and as disorientated as was I, especially as he now saw me speeding out of the gloom, clearly about a road accident him severely. Forgetting the force, he panicked and dived left, but was really saved from a good squashing is by a This about Anthony Daniels driving a car? I hope so. Placed between us. I never saw the rock. Not even after I'd careened over it and was lying pancaked on the sand at his knees. Oh, this is the deleted scene with the dust storm. Yeah, the Return of the Jedi sandstorm, yeah. Okay. Well, that got in place. No, I don't like it either. Just two grains once seized off my entire bimanual dexterity subdrive. I was as clumsy as a banther for a time. I know banthers don't have hands. I was merely trying to be light-hearted. Well, I know I don't have one. I am a droid. But at least my logic uh, circuits are... You can be so See, I like this part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could listen to an hour of just R2 and 3PO talking to each other. I think it's the Anthony Daniels stories that... It's like, I want to go back to R2 now. Enter C-3PO in a hurry. Lots of breathless acting. Actually, I was breathless. It was a tight fit in there. Anyway, shimmying between ice and Okay, so we're in Empire now. There's, why isn't there a Kenny Baker CD of Kenny Baker telling stories? That is a shame. This should have been the two of them telling the same stories and, like, arguing about it. Oh, God, can you imagine? That would be the greatest thing ever. I can only imagine, like, the outtakes from the, this session. <laughs> it's just a lot of snoring. <laughs> Everyone in the control booth is snoring. They have to edit out that. ravenous in the neighboring ice cavern. Then, a party of stormtroopers arrived, cold and hungry from melting snow and rebels outside and looking for hotter action within. They found 3PO instead, 
who naturally ran away. They pursued, he ran. They pursued, he... Well, you get the idea. Cut to the ice cavern as before. Well, we're running through all the deleted scenes. We were talking about the Wampa stuff on Hoth. In 99, we hadn't seen any of this yet, so... Yeah, that's like the only proof you would have that it actually happened. Other than the, what, the one shot from the one of the previews, right? Like, later when legends started to spread about, like, oh, there was whole things with the Wampas invading the Echo Base. You didn't know for sure that 3PO tearing that sign-off in the trailer was proof... That there was, that was ever filmed. We didn't even. You didn't know until you put that Blu-ray in and you saw it that there was that it actually happened. They could have just filmed him taking the sign off the door and left it at that, or never even got to the Wampas. Because I remember there was always like conflicting information that like, oh, the Wampas didn't work and it was never filmed. And uh, da, 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 da. right, little did we know that there was the Wampa hand scratching through the through the ice. <laughs> That's the first thing I think of every morning when I wake up. For some reason, I always wanted think there's like a wampa like peeking through a hole in the ice with its face what's going on in there hey guys it looks like fun hidden fault lines would cause a great tumble down triggered by a double-fisted blow from the belligerent wampa played by ian ian's a gentle chap but big ian was a wampa sneaking a look into the wampas in a sanctum behind the ice walls now revealed him as a giant he stood on top of large, hairy moon boots, which raised his massive frame almost two. I would say this. Remember Celebration 2? Yeah, it was Celebration 2, when Anthony Daniels was the host, the MC for the main stage. He was great. He, I thought he was a great host. Yeah, he was fun. His gold suit. He was Snoke before Snoke was Snoke. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I just remember when we went to the... Uh, it was Hayden Christensen and uh, Tamil Morrison panel. And some guy behind us asked Hayden Christensen what it was like kissing Natalie Portman. <laughs> and it was like right behind us. Remember that? And Anthony Daniels like snatched the microphone away. And he's like, another brilliant question from a Star Wars fan. You are savage, Anthony Daniels. Stand by. You all right there, Ian? Asked David. <laughs> Said Ian rather woolily. You know what you have to do, asked David. Said Ian, so that was all right. I wonder if the CD has the most instances of muffled voice in one CD. We haven't got to Return of the Jedi yet. Well, he was talking about the sandstorm. Oh, you're right. Darn it. He's jumping around. Maybe we should just hit the button. <laughs> but what if, what, who knows what we're going to miss? Let's give it a little bit more. I mean, he is talking about wampas. As the fog of white cleared, there stood the biggest wampa in the world. He was magnificently fearsome. From his giant taloned feet to the muscled breadth of his hairy shoulders, above which... Ian's severely overheated and reddened face gasped, perspiring. So do you think Ian is the same guy we see in that uh, that new Empire documentary, or the old Empire documentary that just showed up, where they show the whole them filming the Wampa in the snow? Do you think it was the same guy? I bet it was. Because that was a different Wampa suit than they used. Or did they use that giant one with the stilts when they filmed the stuff in the base? I, it, the face is the same because it's that weird cat wampa face. So, yeah, probably, I guess they wouldn't have made different size suits, so that was probably the same one. Why hasn't there ever been a Kenner action figure of the OG wampa with the cat face? Same reason there's no human Java figure. They haven't got there yet. 
or the Kenny Baker R2-D2 that you open up and Kenny Baker's inside. That's the million-dollar figure right there. A 3PO, you can pull the face off and Anthony Daniels is inside. That's what, that's what all the kids want. A Peter Mayhew, a Millen Jonas. A, two, a Jonas, Peter Mayhew two-pack where it's, you can take the helmet off and they have their eye makeup on. Posable arms so you can put their arms around each other like they're hugging each other. Frank Oz figure with Yoda on his arm. Yeah, behind-the-scenes figures. Rick McCallum on the phone. The button you press and it says, dude. <laughs> I've got Ewan on the phone, dude. <laughs> they could do like those Evolutions three packs where there's like a, a Rick McCollum from each prequel. <laughs> Unrehearsed, the front one fell over. Mistake, I thought. Then another. Okay, I thought. Hearing my voice still echoing amongst the mighty trees, I began. And number 12 is down, and it's number 3 in the lead at the first leap, but jumping well, and coming up on the outside is number 5. What's going on? I don't even know. And there goes number 10, what a fall, but breaking through with a magnificent... Oh, no, he's down, but here we have a... This reminds me a lot of the, uh... What was the one panel at the last... At, uh, <laughs> Celebration Anaheim? James Arnold Taylor. To see Mark Hamill... You had to watch James Arnold Taylor. And I, you know, got nothing against James Arnold Taylor. I like James Arnold Taylor, but in, in, in small doses, I like him. When you go to a, pan, a Mark Hamill panel and you got to sit through an hour of James Arnold Taylor telling you about voicing Fred Flintstone. Though he did show the Flintstones clip with Revenge of the Sith dialogue in it. So that was still worth it. Yeah, he saved it for the end, but it was worth it. Yeah, the Obi-Wan versus Fred Flintstone. Mustafar battle. That's why I'm not hitting the button because I'm waiting for that at the end of this. Peter along in a rather unmanly and certainly unwarlike way. The extras would cluster in homely groups and discuss solutions to the problem, which was eventually achieved with scissors and tape and padding and endurance. But at last, they were ready to face the rebels, though never did they foresee the greater threat that lay ahead. What? Wait, where'd he go? <laughs> the CD doesn't even want to listen to his story. <laughs> what? The Galaxy Guild is honored to what? present a special offer. The latest in the inspirational series. There is no try. Just do it. Volume 5, Trucking for Cash, by Obi-Wan Kenobi. What's happening? Remember, the cash can be with you. Always. <laughs> I think they did just leave him in the studio and went home. <laughs> They're like, here's, just do whatever you want, Tony. We'll be back in two or three days. That's like the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Man, maybe Anthony Danish should do a podcast. It'd be like the most out there thing. I would subscribe. Somehow his podcast is 24-7. It never stops. I'd, I'd kind of be into that. Yeah. If it was just this, every episode was like even two hours, and it's just this, I'd be like, well, got to listen to it. Guess I got to pencil it in my schedule. Robert Watts, the production manager, looked shocked. Robert is English. away in England, or simply not done, could lead to rioting in the streets, to total anarchy. The entire population would become actors just to get a free bun. But nothing gets moving on the set before the entire workforce has had a bacon roll and a cuppa. Only then well, I think he's talking about like, catering and stuff. I kind of want a bacon roll. <laughs> ...to be replicated at 11 in the morning and 4 in the afternoon, with bacon being replaced by cakes. This is called the Great British Tea Break. Tea and cakes do not grow on trees. 
Give them away? No, said Robert. Let them eat cake, but uh, let them pay for it. Behold they should make a Robert Watts action figure. They should make everybody. Mm -hmm. I want a Phil Tippett action figure. A full-size Rancor, you take the head off, it's Phil Tippett inside, sweating. A Ben Burt with uh, one of those big fuzzy microphones. They could just make a George Lucas box set. It's just like a subscription service and you get a different George Lucas every month in the mail. <laughs> just a random order. Do one for every year of his life, right? At least 70 action figures you could get. It's like, oh, I have first day of kindergarten, George Lucas. I would like just like like a Barbie and you could just get different clothes for him, but they're all basically just the same thing. <laughs> you just go to the store and buy a different flannel shirt. You get special Nike, Nike Monarchs. <clears throat> Homework assignment. The Great British Tea Break lasts for 15 minutes. Calculate the actual time it takes to serve 75 stormtroopers a cup of tea, plus the occasional cake, receive payment, average spend, the irrationally odd figure of seven and a half P, and give change. And there's a lot of math in this. <laughs> I wasn't ready for school. <sighs> Maybe Anthony Daniels is actually really into math. I wouldn't be surprised. With all the read-along books... We did Colors and Shapes, we did ABCs. There isn't one with numbers, is there? I feel like there was like a workbook, wasn't there? There wasn't, but there wasn't a read-along math book. No, there's no read-along book for numbers. Maybe that was coming. Maybe those read-along books were about as popular as our episodes about the read-along books. So, uh, Yeah, you're right. There's a bunch of Star Wars math books, but yeah, I don't know that there was ever a, or like workbooks, but uh, oh, there was a Star Wars math CD-ROM game. Isn't that the one with the weird-looking Yoda wearing a collared shirt? <laughs> That's, uh, I think that was Yoda's challenge. The Star Wars math is almost as good. It's got Jabba on the cover, Watto, and Sebulba. <laughs> I'll finally be able to figure out math. Allowing my left arm to be twisted up my back in the position normally adopted when trying to scratch a rather irritating and inaccessible itch between the shoulder blades. My right arm and shoulder were trying to hold the whole thing in place across my chest, when the art department I think he's just talking about itching himself right now. His moisture has evaporated. <laughs> I think my moisture has evaporated. <laughs> Only a small webbing strap was now holding the costume and me together. Almost. Due to the new appendage I was wearing, a great force, uh, small f, was dragging the got to push the button. <laughs> the button's right there. Oh, my hand is floating over it. The art department solved with their usual flair. They chucked handfuls of sand at me. It did the job, sort of. So we did the scene. Yeah, what is so, he talking, still talking about so scratching? He's talking about scratching himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's Anthony Daniels talking about scratching himself. Because yeah, he's all sweaty in the wrong places. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Hey, kid, you really like Star Wars? You really like Star Wars, kid? Reassembled by a Wookiee. As individuals, charming, but as a species, not noted for their surgical skills. And oh, the awful indignity as Chewie grabbed my assorted bits on their way to the burning. You like C3PO? I'm going to make a YouTube video about how Kathy Kennedy is ruining the greatness that Star Wars once was. The golden years are behind us. What the camera doesn't look at, the audience can't see. So, camera in low position, pointing slightly up. Me in gold only from the waist up, totally decent from the waist down due to a pair of jeans. And actually roped like some fugitive steer to the back of the Wookiee. Total indignity. Oh, so he's talking about not having his robot pants on? Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Now, now! These wires are everywhere. Now, now, now! My feet rested on a set of wheels. I had become a human trolley. I could earn a living at any supermarket. What was that for? It just stops. <laughs> it's, it's impossible to follow this. Even if you wanted to, you can't. It's just nonstop. And then we're just going to fade it out for a second. Just fade it back in. Just to, just to keep it exciting. Some feet away, Artu clutched my right foot, which would have been fine if it had actually been attached to my right leg. Problem of the day one. How to achieve these physical effects with me inside the costume? I, the I like to think when he recorded this too, he just did it all in one one hour-long take. Like he didn't do one story at a time. I stood in a hole cut in the top of the cargo chest, clad in gold only from the waist up, totally decent from the waist down due to a pair of jeans. Wiggling carefully, I managed to end up on my knees with my feet protruding through another hole in the back of the box. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to offer an alternative to pushing the button. What if we skipped forward to the, where there's just five minutes left? All right. All right. Let's do it. That I was now locked into the scenery. It's really quite hard to bond with your fellow actors. <laughs> Staring at the wide white door in the shatteringly white set, the camera crew are watching from behind plastic safety screens. Mr. Lucas is watching Ooh. from behind the crew, and I'm he's, watching. He's from calling Mr. Lucas, Mr. Lucas oh, now, Mr. instead of uh, the man responsible for everything. Yeah, he's talking about the Big, Big Bang. I think as smoke rolls up and fills the set, something dark fills the hole blasted in the wide white door. Darth Vader, the Avon lady, oh, is, is hard the, to tell uh, since Vader coming through the hole in the wall. Yeah, it must be. Everything. Coughing, ears ringing. The explosion seems to have been very realistic, but that soldier w- will be fine. In a moment, I hope. Yeah, this, I wonder if he's talking about them, like, crossing the hallway in A New Hope. Oh, yeah, when they're running across the hallway while everything's exploding. Okay. Which I would shortly rush. With my start mark on the left of the corridor, I had ample chance to study the large wok-like mortar filled with assorted rubble, junk, and explosives aimed directly at me through the doorway. It, well, <laughs> hasn't changed much. Well, it hasn't slowed down fast-forwarding to the last five minutes. It's... I got the feeling that this R2 and 3PO started out like there was a little story going on with R2 and 3PO, but I don't think it went anywhere. <laughs> Did it just kind of disappeared? <laughs> no, imagine that. Maybe, maybe it'll come back at the end. Where I normally keep my money, but I was alive. Timing really is everything. But I did actually do a stunt once, was sort of. Though I had read. Oh, just cut it off. That was like a wipe transitioning two stories. My, my, I guess. Do you think maybe he came in, recorded all these stories, and then went home, and then they were like, what do we even do with this stuff? (laughs) We've got four hours of Anthony Daniels talking. The audio guys are just like, well, we're just going to make one long, never-ending story, and we'll just fade stuff in and out. (laughs) Nobody's going to listen to this thing anyways. Who cares? By the explosion detonated between me and the camera, the stuntmen yanked the ropes with all their strength, lifting me up off my feet so fast I was smashed hard against the wall and nearly pulled through it. Voices yelled in panic. Quickly the crew rushed forward through the... I don't know. Thank the maker. The wall was all right. And then was the time. Oh, Maya, I still have flashbacks to that very moment. 
That's a good idea. Oh, oh, the memory wipe is definitely worth considering. Yes, it is. <laughs> wipe, wipe my memory, please. How can I relax? Here comes another chunk of Wonder Column. Oh, then what uh. is it? A giant asteroid? Oh, no! But, but you're heading for the Navy computer again! Oh, too deep. Bad language is never acceptable, even at the time like this. Okay. I still hear wind. <laughs> They're still. Yes, Artu. I'm afraid I don't know. What? That's dark. <laughs> what? <laughs> they just they stranded in space at the end. They're just floating in space. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that it it stayed true to form, like all the way to the end. <laughs> that was intense. We still love you, Anthony Daniels. So, if people want to listen to this just on its own, it, it's out there, right? Where can people find it? Uh, it's on some random website that you can stream it. Uh, we can post it in the notes. It's a it's kind of a random URL, but it's it is out there if you want to listen to it. If you're having a, a date over or a special occasion, Thanksgiving's coming up, family time, and we got to give a shout out to uh, our friend Dustin Limegruber, who not only first made us aware of the existence of this CD, but scanned in uh, the booklet for us so we could find out whatever else we could about this and. Uh, we owe this episode to him discovering the existence of this bizarre artifact from Star Wars history. You have changed our life forever. <laughs> I don't know if it was for the best or for the worst, but I'm definitely a changed person. We owe it all to you. So thank you, Dustin. I'm never going to look at Anthony Dan's the same way again. He's more powerful than I ever imagined. He's more machine now than man, twisted and evil. that you can take apart and other action figures each sold separately. What happened? Horn, Leo, sneak attack. I'm all in pieces. What a mess. Put them down, Chewie. Not that, C-3PO. Wonderful. Roar! Chewie says you have great legs. Han Solo, new C-3PO with backpack and other action figures each sold separately from Kenner Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Vanessa Marshall, I play Harrison Dulan, Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Blast Points with Jason and Gabe. May the Force be with you always. And these last points, too accurate for sand people, 
Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. iTunes reviews. If you made it to the end of this episode, you should leave us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. Head over there, write a little something so we can read your review on an upcoming show. And it helps the show quite a bit somehow on the weird Apple Podcast charts that exist on there. Maybe this isn't the episode that you want to leave a five-star review afterwards. So if you need some time to <laughs> recuperate, maybe after wait till next week's episode and then leave a five-star review. But uh, yeah, they definitely help out. And after that, check out BlastPointsPodcast.com. Instagram, Twitter, and follow us on Facebook and sign up for the Blast Point Super Chill Group to uh, talk to all the other Blast Points fans about Anthony Daniels' incredibly improved New Wonder celebrations that you're going to all have in the, in the coming weeks. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. You're not going to want to miss next week. Snoketoberfest. <laughs> Lavender blueberries potpourri big pretzels the bigger the pretzels the better texas sized donuts that's what snow likes snow likes the custard long johns you think i think he likes the the jelly he's a jelly man to go with his walls i bet you're right and it gets everywhere (laughs) that gash on his head isn't wasn't isn't bleeding it just has jelly donut juice in it well that about wraps up episode 145 here at blast points Thank you, everyone for, everyone, for listening and going on the journey of the incredibly improved Wonder Column in space with us. We'll be back next week. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. Sarlacc pit, adding another 40 yeah. below that. So we were, bitten we were quite high up, his best. but in all modesty, I should point out that it was actually me who was physically shunted around my arm. He was steadfastly and ever crafty, hard to that is the job. And I had me and go right from the waist of the rest of the totally were accidentally said. Go switch off. May the force be with all of you.